Hebrews chapter 11, verse 20. By faith, Isaac invoked future blessings on Jacob and Esau. Genesis 27, verses 18 through 40. So he went into his father and said, My father. And he said, Here I am. Who are you, my son? Jacob said to his father, I am Esau, your firstborn. I have done as you told me. Now sit up and eat of my game, that your soul may bless me. But Isaac said to his son, How is it that you have found it so quickly, my son? He answered, Because the Lord your God granted me success. Then Isaac said to Jacob, Please come near, that I may feel you, my son, to know whether you are really my son Esau or not. So Jacob went near to Isaac, his father, who felt him and said, The voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau. And he did not recognize him because his hands were hairy like his brother's Esau's, like his brother Esau's hands. So he blessed him. He said, Are you really my son Esau? He answered, I am. Then he said, Bring it near to me that I may eat of my son's game and bless you. So he brought it near to him and he ate, and he brought him wine and he drank. Then his father Isaac said to him, Come near and kiss me, my son. So he came near and kissed him. And Isaac smelled the smell of his garments and blessed him and said, See, the smell of my son is as the smell of a field that the Lord has blessed. May God give you of the dew of heaven and of the fatness of the earth and plenty of grain and wine. Let peoples serve you and nations bow down to you. Be Lord over your brothers and may your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be everyone who curses you and blessed be everyone who blesses you. As soon as Isaac had finished blessing Jacob, when Jacob had scarcely gone out from the presence of Isaac, his father, Esau, his brother, came in from his hunting. He also prepared delicious food and brought it to his father. And he said to his father, let my father arise and eat of his son's game that you may bless me. His father Isaac said to him, Who are you? He answered, I am your son, your firstborn Esau. Then Isaac trembled very violently and said, Who was it then who hunted game and brought it to me? And I ate it all before you came and I have blessed him. Yes, and he shall be blessed. As soon as Esau heard the words of his father, he cried out with an exceedingly great and bitter cry and said to his father, Bless me, even me also, O oh my father. But he said, your brother came deceitfully and he has taken away your blessing. Esau said, is he not rightly named Jacob? For he has cheated me these two times. He took away my birthright and behold, now he has taken away my blessing. Then he said, have you not reserved a blessing for me? Isaac answered and said to Esau, behold, I have made him Lord over you and all his brothers. I've given to him for servants and with grain and wine, I've sustained him. What then can I do for you, my son? Esau said to his father, Have you but one blessing, my father? Bless me, even me also, O my father. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. Then Isaac, his father, answered and said to him, Behold, away from the fatness of the earth shall be your dwelling, and away from the dew of the heaven on high. By your sword you shall live, and you shall serve your brother. But when you grow restless, you shall break his yoke from your neck. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right. So Ooh. we're moving even further yeah. into Abraham's lineage. <laughs> uh, now into Isaac and his sons Jacob and Esau. And 
this is always one of those passages that really shades you know the the i guess lineage of mm -hmm. christ even yeah that the whole nation of israel is ultimately kind of born out of this deceitful moment and, and it's really interesting to read through the lens of history uh isaac essentially you know prophesies the exile of israel that uh you know that Jacob will that Esau will serve uh, Jacob until he grows restless and then you shall break his yoke from your neck. And so there's there's so much in here, but what what are your thoughts on the passage? Yeah. So this is um, a confounding passage in some ways mm -hmm. because it, you you can feel the injustice in it mm -hmm. and and you just want to be like, man, you know, Jacob, this scoundrel, you mm -hmm. know, goes and steals Esau's birthright. And the the great links by which Jacob and Rebecca go to um accomplishing this task, it just it just sort of puts some some like bile in your stomach. You know, yeah. it, it doesn't yeah. feel good to read this passage. But uh at the same time, I do think this is an incredibly instructive and even encouraging passage in some ways. And what I mean by that is, you know, so I think of of the proverb, uh, you know, teach your children the way that they should go when they're old, they will not depart from it. Mm -hmm. And and I think we kind of see the double edged nature of that passage uh, or that proverb lived out in a passage like this. So on one hand, you have Isaac and he is said to possess faith in this passage and it's in faith that he proclaimed this blessing on Jacob. Uh, mm -hmm. even though it was uh, a blessing that was supposed to be Esau's. And, and part of what I think we see there is that, that Isaac trusted that the covenant made with Abraham and renewed in him was going to be fulfilled and passed along to the point where God would make good on his promises. Mm -hmm. And so in faith, he blessed his son, mm -hmm. trusting that God was going to work exactly as he uh, as he planned to, to fulfill his purposes. And so there's something really rich in that. And we see a lineage of faith happening in this passage that I think ought to encourage us to be a people of faith and mm. to seek to pass on our faith to our children and to our children's children. But on the other hand, uh, you also see some of the ways that Abraham's sin beget sin in his lineage. And mm -hmm. so, you know, you see Abraham who was at times a coward and you see Abraham uh, who at times showed favoritism and you see Isaac come along and at times he was a coward mm -hmm. and he showed this great favoritism that resulted in Jacob and Rebecca hatching this plan that left Esau yeah. on the outs, right? Um, and, and so there's real consequences to the, the sort of family sins that we first see in Abraham mm -hmm. and we see that really carried out for the next several generations yeah. in a way that shows us just how jacked up these people are, but how faithful God is to continue working in them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I think the faith that is being talked about here, Isaac's faith in, in Hebrews 11, we really see that on display. He, he thinks he's blessing Esau, but he's actually blessing Jacob, yeah. but then he won't back down. You know, like right. I, I think there's a big cultural difference. It's like in mindset, but I'm like, Dude, just like 
you know, yeah. say, oh, screw never you, mind. Jacob. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, never mind. Like double cursing upon you. But, you know, he is this really interesting moment. And I'd be interested to hear somebody a lot more well versed in this culture kind of speak to this. But it's this interesting moment where uh, Isaac doubles down um, and, you know, he, he tells Esau, like, I'm as mad as you are, but, you know, can't yeah. do anything about it. But what's interesting is, you know, what would have happened if Isaac, you know, because, I, you know, I think for both of us, our knee-jerk reaction is like, no, dude, like, take it back and yeah. bless, yeah. yeah, like, do what's right. And what's interesting, though, is if Isaac had done that and and blessed Esau, then, you know, there'd be no, like, the essentially the, the lineage of Christ would have been cut there. Right. And... What's really interesting is we see God's redemption on display and his redemptive hand that he can he can work through this act of deception and this act of being deceived on, on Isaac's part. He can work through that and ultimately bring about good and restoration and, and redemption. And that because Christ comes from the sign, he he brings he comes bringing salvation for all people, mm-hmm. people uh, uh, of Jacob's line, people of Esau's line, people of all nations that can can gather around the throne. And, you know, that's really what faith does is that, you know, I and one of the reasons I kind of cringe every time I call this the hall of faith is, is you kind of get this mental image of like you're in a, a big white hall mm-hmm. with you know, these spotlighted portraits of like Abraham and Sarah and Isaac and whatever. (laughs) But faith really diminishes the person having the faith and it magnifies the object of the faith, right? And so, you know, in so many of these stories, like Isaac doesn't look like the the sharpest tool in the shed here. Jacob just looks downright, you know, terrible. Mm -hmm. And, And Esau has kind of proved himself a fool throughout the stories of his life. And yet because of the faith in this lineage, um, the Lord is working out something beautiful for all people. Absolutely. And uh, just a great comfort for us that, you know, even as we stumble and flounder through life, that the Lord looks on us with, with favor and that as we believe him and believe in his redemption, that it's counted to us as righteousness as well. Yeah, God's the main character of the story, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, another good day in Hebrews 11. We'll see you tomorrow for Jackson Randall. This is Will Carlisle. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.